Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Golf is the language spoken here 52 weeks a year every Sunday on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers. Jay Ritchie and Jerry Butenoff with a great big welcome to you from the five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tita Green and the home of next summer's 2018 U.S. Senior Open. That's set for next June, late June, here at the Broadmoor. Big-time show for you today. We've got not one, not two, but three World Golf Hall of Famers on Teat Green today. First up, we'll recap last weekend's Solheim Cup action in Des Moines, Iowa. We've got comments from the two captains of the Solheim Cup teams from the European team, World Golf Hall of Famer Annika Sorensen, European captain, and from the U.S. team, Team USA, the winning team, World Golf Hall of Famer Julie Inkster on Tee to Green today. And then later in the hour, he was in town this week, and we caught up with him for some comments. World Golf Hall of Famer, two-time major champion, 16-time winner on the PGA Tour, and now a member of the Tour Champions, Mark O'Mara, one of the nicest guys in all of golf, will be on Tee to Green today. We'll talk to him a little bit about his life about his career, about his friendship with Tiger Woods, and a lot more as we hear from Mark O'Mara, one of three Hall of Famers on the big show today. It's Peter Green, the golf show. Be right back. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. Jay and Jerry teeing it up at the Broadmoor Resort. Scott Cuddy in master control. This is Tita Green, the golf show. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940 Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940 Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. 
Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. said uh, coming into this week that this is a, a one-time show and um, you know it's been like I said a great journey and so forth but uh, you know we have so many 
wonderful candidates lining up. And, uh, you know, it's an honor to do this. And I would love somebody else to get the opportunity to do this. And so it's time to carry the torch on. But uh, like I said, the European team will always have a place in my heart. And, and this week will too. So, uh, but it's time to move on. And uh, it's been a great journey. If I look back in my experience at Soham Cup, you know, obviously eight times as a player and then as a vice captain, you know, just kind of on the sidelines, you're not really involved in, in a lot of decisions. But, you know, as a captain, you have to look at the whole picture. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just get caught, caught up in details and, uh, and minor little issues. But as the captain, I had to, you know, see things from a bigger perspective and really put the puzzle together. And, uh, you know, I could not have, have done this without the leadership team and certainly with the players. I mean, it was, it's been a puzzle the whole time. And I feel like when we came here, you know, we, we, were, we had a puzzle and then a few pieces fell out and then we replaced it with some other pieces. And, uh, but so I learned that, you know, just looking at it from a bigger perspective and I know I will take these lessons, you know, with me, whether it's my personal life or whether it's my business, um, how to, to move on. And, you know, life is all about lessons. And, you know, even though we sit here and some people might say that was a failure, um, I like to look at it uh, in a different way. I think every step forward is a progress. And, uh, you know, you just get it, make you stronger. And I know these ladies here and the other ladies in the team, they might be upset that maybe they didn't get the points that they wanted, but I want them to walk home with knowing that they made progress and uh, they're going to take this with them to the next tournament and to next Soham in 2019, and they're going to be stronger, they're going to be better, and uh, that's, that's not a bad thing. And that's Annika Sorensen, the European team captain. The next Solheim Cup will be in Scotland, Glen Eagles, in 2000, September of 2019. And she, we're pretty certain that she's not going to come back as captain, although I think she will still continue to play some role with the European Solheim Cup team, as she has for the better part of 15, 20 years now, Jerry. Yeah, it's very possible that that might happen. And, uh, um, you know, we see that in, in both the women's and the men's events where, I mean, sure, you could run roll with a good thing and, and, and keep someone in, in that position for, you know, a decade if you wanted to. But um, like she said, there, there's certainly a lot of women uh, that probably are interested in that. Um, the likelihood is that Katrina Matthew, who filled in, uh, as a player, as it turned out this past week, um, she's from Scotland. It's likely that uh, she will uh, be named the captain uh, for that year. But one of the things that was really cool uh, after the Americans had clinched, uh, the last uh, match that was still out there, all the European team got together following uh, Emily Pedersen down the 16th hole and uh, just lined up arm in arm. Yeah. And, uh, uh, counting some caddies, I think, in there, too. There must have been uh, 20 people side-by-side side walking down the 16th fairway. Very cool. Yeah, see, they pretty much covered the whole fairway from left <laughs> to right. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, and uh, you know, we I don't know what it was. We talked about this uh, when we were coming home on Monday. Uh, there was something about the event this time that was just, I don't uh, the quality of play certainly had something to do with it, but we enjoyed ourselves much more this time than we did at the Solheim in Colorado four years ago. Still not sure exactly why, but uh, it was certainly well run and well attended. They did set a new attendance record. Uh, they announced that on Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, 124,000 and change, I believe it was, for the uh, for the week. And so, uh, uh, very cool. And uh, hats off to the uh, people of Des Moines and Iowa and everywhere else for showing. So after all was said and done, Annika announced she she most likely will not return as captain of the European team next time out. Same pretty much was said by Julie Inkster in her press conference that followed the press conference with Annika Sorensen and the European team. And we'll hear some comments from Julie in our next segment. But uh, Inkster saying that uh, she would love to come back. Uh, and and if she, she was asked, she probably would. But she also said... Similar to what Annika said, there's a lot of other good candidates out there, and it maybe it's time that we gave somebody a chance. I don't think they'll tell Julie not to come back. They'll leave the decision up to her, because if they told her we were going to go somewhere else, the, the team would probably mutiny as, as loyal as they are to her, as, as we saw in, all during the week and uh, in the post, uh, post-match post press conference. Every, every player to a lady had nothing but just... Wonderful praise for for Julie Inkster. Called her 
know, a rock star among one. That was one of the terms that came out more than once. Uh, a, cu- a couple of other things that, uh, that were well said about it and everybody. And, uh, you know, she said something about emphasizing the fun of it, especially since they had won. Uh, it was a grind for them to win, obviously, two years ago. And, and uh, she was trying to emphasize a little more fun uh, among the group this year. It obviously uh, worked. Everybody played well. Everybody played well. Yeah. And we'll hear some comments from Julie Inkster in our next segment after a break here. And then later in the hour, World Golf Hall of Famer, two-time major champion. He's got a claret jug, and he's got a green jacket. Mark O'Mara will be joining us on today's edition of Tea to Green. It's Jerry Day and Jerry at the Broadmoor. We'll be right back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Tea to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. 
Hi everybody, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor, and today I want to give you a few tips about playing in the wind. First off, I want you to remember that you got to swing within yourself when playing into the wind. That may mean shortening up, that may mean hitting a 7-iron instead of a 3-wood or something. A lot of people want to swing harder into the wind. Actually, it's just the opposite. You want to take it a little easier. Slower swing pace is always beneficial into the wind as that will take spin off the ball and therefore not make it go up. The other thing is just widen your stance a little bit. A little wider stance gives you a little better base, a little better chance of hitting a shot on the face of the club. And into the wind, that's the name of the game. For more on saving strokes, check out the website, t2greenradio.com, or visit your nearest PGA professional. Hi, golfers, four golfers. It's Tita Green, the golf show, Jay and Jerry at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Coming up, we'll hear from a couple of more World Golf Hall of Famers, Marco Miller, in our final segment in, in just a couple of minutes. We'll check in and uh, hear from Solheim Cup captain, winning Solheim Cup captain, Julie Inkster of the America team. But first, a note from our friends at Divot Magazine about Colorado's longest-running golf discount program. Now in its 18th year, of course, we're talking about the 2017 Green Saver Golf Discount Book or new this year for the first time, mobile app, more courses, more options, less restrictions. You can save more and play more for just $49. What do you get? Well, you get 86 total courses, 69 offering weekend play, 7 absolutely free green fees, 109 buy one, get one free green fees, and 21 courses with any time any day play. Plus, that's not all. You get $25 off of one golf lesson at any golf tech location in Colorado. And you can stay up to date with the new mobile app for updated savings and new courses to play. Added up, it's $12,000 worth of total Colorado golf savings. Yours for only $49. For more info, call 303-797-8700 or go online at greensavergolf.com. Last weekend, in Des Moines, Iowa, the American team beat the European team in the Solheim Cup for the second consecutive Solheim Cup. And uh, for the second consecutive time, Julie Inkster was the American team captain. She has made an impact not only in women's golf, but in the Solheim Cup. As as a player, she was the leading American point getter all time until last weekend when Christy Kerr, has surpassed her, and Paula Kramer tied her. But uh, as captain, she's now won back-to-back Solheim Cup titles. And you, you can't underestimate the impact that Julie Inkster's had on the Solheim and on women's golf. Yeah, and uh, Judy Rankin is the other uh, back-to-back winning Solheim Cup captain. That's pretty pretty decent pair. Yeah, right there when you talk about the women's, history of women's golf, especially in America. Somebody asked her about that. She said, any time you mention me in the same sentence as Judy Rankin, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, we talked about uh, uh, Judy Rankin uh, various times in the past, but um, as a commentator in any sport, she's one of the best ones out there. Yeah. Whether you're talking golf, football, tennis, Bowling, whatever. Um, she's she's right up there as far as as a, as a color commentator on any sport in America. Yeah. Excellent listening to her. Definitely very solid, Judy Rankin, and solid Judy Julie Inkster as team captain. Uh, they paraded the entire American team led by Inkster into the press center last week as after the Solheim Cup wrapped up in Des Moines, Iowa. And one of the first questions they asked Julie was about whether she was nervous. Julie, were you nervous at all today? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, how can you not be nervous? Uh, the problem is 18 holes is a lot of golf. You know, you start off at 9.30 and you got two hours of tee times and you're just watching the board, watching the board, watching the board, watching the board. And it was just, it was nerve. I, I felt like I, I just had I had no control over anything. And then once I got on the golf course and started to be able to talk to the girls and and roll up to the girls, and I felt a lot better. But that two hours on the on the tee, were, it was no it was no fun. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's always hard when um, 
one, you're the favorites, and two, you're playing on home, home soil, and three, we had such a big lead. Um, you know, what Lexi did today really uh, showed a lot of heart, and uh, to come from four down with an amazing play like Anna uh, really, I think, helped the team because as soon as she started coming back, we started coming back, and that's what you want your first player out to do is set the pace and... You know, my my team played. Um, they played with a lot of heart. They played. They had fun. Um, we played for each other, and you could tell out there today. Uh, and I, I think you know, women's golf really won today. I mean, it was an amazing golf all week. Julie, two very different victories from two years ago when you had to come <laughs> back from so far to this one today. How how different does this one feel? And and kind of what are the emotions now is two times becoming the first since jo- Judy Rankin to win two straight. Well, I have to say Germany, I just never thought we'd ever lose. I mean, I know we were way down, but uh, I never ever crossed my mind that we would lose. And, and you know, my team played amazing that day. And, and today, it crossed a little bit. <laughs> no, I knew, I, I mean... You know, you never want to get ahead of yourself, um, and you know you have to go through the process. You have to go through playing each match. But uh, the way my team was playing, I felt pretty confident, and they they played exceptional golf. Um, you know, we just played a little better. I think we were a little deeper. Um, you know, I played everybody um, at least uh, three times, and I think that really helps uh, for the confidence of the team. Julie, if you can expand just a little bit um, with the quality of the play yesterday and then that first match today on top of that going out, how much of an advertisement for women's golf was that? Well, I'm a big believer we don't get credit we're due. If, uh, if we play well, the courses are too short. If we don't play well, we don't, we're not good enough. I'm telling you, these ladies behind me and even the European team are amazing golfers. They play with power you know they play with finesse they're putting i mean these greens are tough and we had a lot of 11 12 unders 9 unders 10 unders yesterday best ball that's golfing your ball and uh you know i hope people are starting to recognize how good they are i don't know i just think as women golfers we always get shortchanged and it and it, and it irks me um i just think um you know if any anybody has kids and has girls, you know, you want to give them the opportunity to do what they want to do and, and be who they want to be. And, I mean, even from the PGA Tour um, down, I just don't think we get the um, really the respect we, we deserve. And uh, I just think hopefully it grows on and hopefully things start to change, you know, especially in sponsorships. I mean, I just, I'm going to say it right now, and I probably shouldn't say it because I already said it, but I just don't understand how all these companies get away with sporting PGA Tour events and not sporting the LPGA. And uh, it, it makes me a little upset because I think we got a great product. I think we do a lot of things really good, and I think the golf is fantastic. And uh, I think we deserve our due. Very well said. That's Julia Inkster, the Team USA captain at the Solheim Cup. Two in a row for Julia Inkster as captain, but it's very unlikely she'll return third time around. Yeah, and uh, what she said about uh, some of the sponsorships, I mean, that has started to turn around a little bit. I mean, the LPGA Tour has got, uh, what, six or eight more events than they had about five years ago. So, uh, you know, some of the uh, companies are jumping on board. A lot of them are Asian companies. Let's, you know, be honest about that as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, that's starting to turn around. And, uh, you know, if anyone watched any of that golf last week, uh, no, I may change it more in the future here, too. Interesting uh, news out of the uh, Augusta National. Billy Payne, the chairman of Augusta National, is going to step down uh, at the end of October, I believe it is. After 11 years, Fred Ridley will take over his position. Fred is the last U.S. amateur champion to not turn professional. Ah, 41 years ago. What I, what I liked about Billy Payne is that, uh, of course, we all knew him from running the uh, Atlanta Olympics, but he just seemed uh, like a more down-to-down-home kind of guy, more conversational, 
easier to listen to mm-hmm. than some of his predecessors. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the time that he uh, was in charge of Augusta, and uh, I'm going to miss him a little bit. I am too, and, and that used to be a job for life, but after 11 years, yeah. he's stepping down. And uh, Fred uh, should be familiar to people. He has been up in the booth with Jim Nance a few times over the years, so people will uh, will recognize him when he takes over also. Changes at Augusta and the Masters. Masters champion from 1998, Marco Maris. Standing by, we'll hear from him next as T. DeGreen continues. Jay and Jerry at the Broadmoor. Be right back. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Tap it in. Just... Tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a roof. Time to work on your short game. Tea to Green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Hi, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf professional at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, and today I want to talk to you about instruction and how to get a little better around the short game area. There comes a time in everybody's golf game when instruction is necessary, and what we tell people here is learn how to hit shots. And what we mean by that is where your weight is. Is the ball played back in the stance, forward in the stance? Where do you have your weight? Is it evenly distributed? Are you leaning forward? Also, where are your hands? Are they covering your left knee? Are they in the middle of your stance? Are they held at the ball? So on and so forth. 
get a little instruction to find out how to hit a flop shot, how to play the ball back and hit a ball down into the wind or chip it low and hard to an uphill pin. Also, how to hit a ball out of the bunker where you get it up quicker, where you use a little more hands, things of that nature. And again, I want to encourage everybody to get a little instruction how to hit shots at a certain point in their game. For more on getting the ball up and down, check out the website, tdgrainradio.com, or visit your nearest PGA professional. Top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio. It's Tita Green, the golf show. We're at the Broadmoor Resort. Longtime home of Tita Green and the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open next uh, June and July here in Colorado Springs. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Bootenhoff. When the seniors come to the Broadmoor next year, Mark O'Mara will be there. We've watched Mark O'Mara play for something like 35 years now on both the regular tour and the Champions Tour, but never got to meet him until this week. Mark O'Mara has won a Masters. He's won the British Open. He was the 1998 Player of the Year. He's won 24 times worldwide and 16 times on the PGA Tour. And he was in town for a kids' clinic with the first tee of the Pikes Peak region. And I asked him about uh, talking to the kids. The first tee is an amazing program. Uh, you know, as a young man, that wasn't around when I came out. Um, so I kind of found golf on my own when I turned 13 and moved to Southern California. And it was a blessing for me, not knowing whether I was ever going to be that good or whether I was going to be a professional golfer. So to me, you know, to be able to share some of my experiences of what I've been able to witness in the game of golf uh, is fun when I come and talk to the kids. I love it. You said you found it on your own. How did that happen? Well, I moved around a lot as a young man. I was born in North Carolina, uh, obviously in 1957, because I'm six years of age now. But by the time I was 13, I lived in Goldsboro, North Carolina, where I was born, Marriott, Ohio, Birmingham, Michigan, Long Island, New York, Dallas, Texas, Tustin, California, Wheaton, Illinois, back to Michigan, California. My dad was in the furniture business, and uh, he got shuffled around a lot. So the kids went right along with dad and mom. And when I was 13, in 1969, we moved into a little town called Mission Viejo, which is not so little anymore. I think there was 13,000 people living in Mission Viejo when I moved in there, and Mission Viejo Country Club was right down below our house. And for some reason, I don't know why, my dad was a golfer, but he didn't take me down or sign me up for lessons or whatever. You know, I took my mom's clubs out of the garage and, and went down and started playing and kind of fell in love with it. Playing golf and falling in love with it is one thing. Becoming a professional is a whole different, whole different story. How did that happen? Well, I think there was, you know, I watched golf on TV. Obviously, I watched, you know, the major championships. I, you know, was one of those kids that stood on the putting green at 10 o'clock at night with the lights on and wondering, you know, this could be the for the Masters or this could be for the U.S. Open. And, you know, I did all sorts of odd jobs around the club, you know, picked up the range, washed carts, um, worked in the pro shop. And I never really had any formal instructions when I was younger, so I think just hitting a lot of short irons, like I told the kids today, and wedges and nine irons, developed, you know, I think good tempo and, and rhythm in my swing. Um, and then I progressively got a little bit better through high school, and then obviously I went off to college and played on a golf scholarship at Long Beach State. And, you know, I was a big believer that I needed to stay in school and get my degree because I didn't know how far golf was going to take me. And then 79 was a big year because I, I won the California State Amateur and went on to win the U.S. Amateur. I won the Mexican Amateur, won the Southwestern Amateur. And, you know, I was an All-American in college. So progressively, and I had my downtimes, but I each year I got a little bit better. And that year uh, was a banner year for me in 79. But, you know, 1980, I played in the Masters as an amateur. I played in the U.S. Open as an amateur. And I wasn't very good, to be honest with you, Jay. I didn't play that well. I didn't make the cut. And until I played in the Byron Nelson uh, in Dallas at Preston Trails, and I made the cut, I went to the board to see who I you know, finished next to, and I saw that I tied, you know, the great Jack Nicholas, and I thought, listen, if I can tie Jack Nicholas, maybe I should give this a shot for a year or two, and now we're looking at 37 years. When you were imagining making that putt to win the U.S. Open, who were you? Did you have some heroes growing up? Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, I grew up in the era of idolizing Jack Nicholas. you know, he was the greatest player, and but then when I got on the tour in 81, you know, I got to know a lot of the players. I came around at the right time. You know, I got to play, you know, with Mr. Palmer and, and got to know Mr. Palmer very well and became friends with Mr. Palmer. And I, uh, I realized that it was him 
that really put golf, you know, on TV and to the masses and Arnie's Army and all that stuff. And the way he treated people, I felt, was just amazing. And, and Jack, too, you know, I mean, they're just, Mr. Nicholas, you know, just, you know, 18 major championships, his record speaks for itself. And, you know, I came along in that area where I got to play with those guys and Billy Casper and Don January and Miller Barber and Gene Littler and, you know, some of the other great Charles Cootie, George Archer. Uh, and then I was able to witness the Tiger Woods era. So, you know, I've seen, you know, many things over the 37 years of playing professional golf. But, you know, there's no other game that you could still be competing at a high level at 60 years of age. And, and this game provides that for you. You had a solid career. And then 1998 came along and uh, you were player of the year. You won two majors. You won the Masters, followed that up with the win overseas in the Open, the British Open. What happened? What changed there? Or did anything change? Not much. I mean, I, I wasn't confident that year. Early in the year in April when I played practice rounds with Tiger at Augusta like we always did because we stayed together a lot of times. We traveled together. We played our practice rounds together. And, you know, I wasn't hitting it good. I didn't feel that confident on the greens. And I don't know what happened. I shot 74 the first round there. I hit it all right. I putted terribly. Um, my confidence was low. And I think when I look back at it, Jay, I think what happened was as soon as I kind of lowered my expectations and thinking, you know what, this just wasn't meant for me to win a major championship. But, you know, up to that time I'd won 14 times. I'd played on numerous Ryder Cups. I'd won around the world uh, in different foreign countries, won five or six times in Europe. I won twice in Japan. I won the Australian Masters. So, you know, I didn't look as, as myself as a failure because I hadn't won a major. But I think once I just kind of let go of it and figured, you know, that just wasn't meant to be, then all of a sudden the door opened up. I know that you and Tiger were friends, but I was, I was surprised. I, I didn't know. You said when you were talking to the kids out here earlier, if it wasn't for Tiger, you would have never won those two majors. I believe that. I mean, you know, he's an immense talent. Uh, when I met Tiger Woods the first time I played golf when he was 17, he came through Orlando with his father Earl, and we played golf at Isleworth together. We stayed in touch, and when he turned pro when he was 19, they moved him out of California, and they moved him into my development there in Orlando at Isleworth, and, you know, I took him under my wing, and, and because of that, you know, I benefited, you know, so he had so much drive and determination and fire and, you know, just all that stuff you could ever imagine a young player with immense talent like he had, and that motivated me. I mean, he kept me motivated, so, you know, I thank him for that. We are with Mark O'Mara, World Golf Hall of Famer, today here on Tee to Green. Mark, are you still close with Tiger? How's he doing? You know, I can't really answer that, Jay. I mean, people ask me all the time because they know how close we were. And, and over the last you know, seven or eight years, you know, I played the Champions Tour for the last ten years. I don't get to see Tiger that often. You know, he lives in South Florida. I live in Houston, Texas. Um, you know, I wish the best for him. Um, you know, I love the kid very much. Um, I know he's gone, you know, had his battles. But I look at it this way. He has done so much for the game of golf, um, so much good. You know, he's got his foundation. He's helped so many kids. You know, he put, took golf to a whole new level. You know, Arnold started it. Jack took it. Arnold, and then, you know, Tiger comes along and ran with it. Uh, and these young players today, you know, that are playing the tour, they, they are there because of what he did. And, uh, you know, I hope he gets better, whatever it is he, he needs to do. And, get his health good, and then, um, you know, if he chooses to come back and play, you know, I'd love to see that. I think everybody would like to see that. Uh, You know, I'm a huge fan, but we'll just have to wait and see. I know you touched on this a little bit, but looking back on your career now, those two majors, how different would you look back on your career had you not won those two? Well, I wouldn't think that I was ever a failure because, I, I, look, when I got started, I had a Volkswagen Rabbit and no money. So, (laughs) you know, I felt like I did pretty well. but I also realized that the two majors that I won, you know, if I only had one major um, trophy in my cabinet at home, you know, it would be the Claret Jug. And it's no disrespect to the USGA or the PGA or even the Masters. I just think, you know, I played a lot of global golf as a young American player. I traveled around the world more. And I love Lynx golf. And so I had a great passion for the Open Championship. I played in 31 Opens. I think I've played in 32 or 34 Masters Championships. And to have a green jacket and to have a Claret Jug, um, yeah, I mean, they couldn't ask for any more. I always ask this to the older guys. Uh, how would you do on the PGA Tour today? You know, I think I would have been successful. I don't know if I'd have been, a, you know, because it's a different game out there because it's such a power game, and the guys hit the ball so far, and that wasn't one of my attributes. But, you know, it's hard to always judge generations. And I, and I would say this. I would say that there are more good players today playing professional golf than there were when I played. And I thought in the year I played – you know, there was a lot of fine players. It was hard to win, and it's hard to win now. 
based on your PGA Tour resume, people probably thought you would have more success when you joined the, the Champions Tour, the Tour Champions. At that point in your life, was it just you were maybe a little tired of competitive golf, other things going on? What was going on? No, I mean, I'm disappointed. You know, I look at my cha- PGA Tour Champions career, and, and I've played, I think, next week when I play in Calgary, it'll be my 200th event. And, you know, I've won twice, but I've had like 15 or 16 seconds. And what I would say is, is that, you know, I've played well. I haven't played well this year, but I've played well through those, you know, 10 or 11 years. It's just that I've gotten beat by somebody who, you know, shot a much lower score on sh- Sunday. It wasn't like I backed up. It's just, you know, it's not easy to win, like I said. How's your game now? Uh, you know, it's been a tough year, Jay. I haven't played very well. I've played in only 12 events on the Champions Tour. Um, I've played the Masters, missed the cut. I've played the Open, I missed the cut. So uh, this has been one of my down years, you might say. But, you know, that's life. You know, you, you, you know, I, I am 60. I, I'm, I'm not overly upset about it. I don't let it beat me up as much as maybe I used to. You know, I enjoy my life. I, I'm trying to enjoy some of the fruits, fruits of the labor that I've put in over the last 37 years. And you know what? There's still a five-week stretch of four or five weeks coming up that I'm going to play, and hopefully I'll play well and, and turn it around a little bit and have a good end of the season. We're going to see you next summer at the Broadmoor here in Colorado for the Senior Open? Yeah, for sure, Jay. I'll be here. You know, I played here in 08. Uh, I missed the cut, but I was going through a difficult time in my life. You know, I went through a divorce, which was unfortunate. Um, but now, you know, I got remarried eight years ago. I got a special lady as my wife. Um, I'm way more motivated, and, you know, I'll be here in, next year, and hopefully I'll play well. Mark, we've enjoyed watching you, and good luck the rest of this year. We'll see you at the Broadmoor next summer. You got it, Jay. Thanks for having me on. There you go. Got to say, I've, I've interviewed just about everybody in golf through the years doing this show. That was one of the easiest interviews that I've ever done with anybody after a couple of minutes with Mark O'Mara. It was like we'd known each other for 25 years. And I don't think uh, unexpected if anyone's uh, you know, paid attention to the way he handles himself over his uh, career, which is, like you said, 37 years in professional golf now. Um, I, I don't think that's a surprise to me. I, I did notice one thing there, that, and, and we've heard this before when he was talking about Jack and all the other people, but it's Mr. Palmer. Yes. <laughs> We've heard that from other people, and uh, you know, just echoing the the uh, response that uh, he and, and everybody got from Arnie when he was still alive was awesome. Hope uh, you enjoyed that interview with the World Golf Hall of Famer. He was inducted in 2015, Marco Merritt today on T to Green. Hey, we're not done yet. Stick around. Jerry's going to take us on tour as T to Green continues. We're at the Broadmoor, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Back after this. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Green, we like to call it the fastest power in radio and the quickest power in golf. Not done yet. Here's Jerry taking us on tour. Playoff season has arrived in the PGA Tour, the Northern Trust up in the New York area. A four-way tie going into yesterday, but no longer as Jordan Spieth threw a 64 up there. Six under for the day. He's at minus 12, uh, three shots better than Dustin Johnson, who's in second place. This is pretty good leaderboard, Jay. Two more back, uh, Paul Casey, Patrick Reed, Matt Kuchar, and John Rahm. Paul Casey's had a good year. He's all up there every week. Kuchar has been playing much better in the bigger events than any other year of his career, probably. Uh, The women's, uh, Canadian Women's Open, it's at the Ottawa Hunt Club. I don't know what they're hunting. They're hunting birdies, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Our leaders are Mo Martin and Nicole Brock Larson. She's from Denmark. They're at 10 under, one better than Inji Chun, uh, Miram Lee, and Christy Kerr, another shot back. Of course, the star up there is Brooke Henderson. She struggled early but shot an 8 under 63 yesterday, and she's uh, in a group of six players at minus seven, just three back. So she's not out of it yet either. Champions Tour has moved all the way across the country. In fact, we saw their fitness trailer. We passed them up on Monday. Uh, they're at the Boeing Classic in Washington. Jerry Kelly is our leader at minus 13, three better than Billy Mayfair and Jerry Smith. Bernard Longer, gee, what a surprise, and Colin Montgomery, another shot back at minus nine. Happy birthday to Bernard Longer, 60 years old today. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. wonder if he's going to give himself a present. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Could be. Hey, that's uh, that's our show for today. I want to thank all the folks last week in Des Moines for helping us out in our visit there for the Solheim Cup. And we appreciate Santa Sorensen and Julie Kingster uh, and uh, all they do for women's golf. Thanks to Marco Mara for giving us a little time this week when he was in Colorado Springs for a first tee clinic. And we hope you enjoyed that as well. Great job from Scott Cuddy in Master Control. I'm going to take the next couple of weeks off, so Jerry's got the show. I'll see you in a few weeks. And until then, get out and play some golf, have a great time, and hit them long and hit them straight.